what can happen when we stop making ourselves wrong for not fitting into certain boxes? Like when the answer to a question is neither or both, why is it that we can feel instantly like insecure? Like, oh, am I not being able to select? Am I not being decisive enough? Uh, I don't feel strongly either way. What does that mean about me? What would happen if we could witness ourselves in those moments through a lens of neutrality, through a lens of, wow, it's really interesting that I don't resonate with any of the options, any of the routes, any of the choices presented to me. What does that mean? For me, I found that that means not that I'm right or wrong or that they're right or wrong or they as in, you know, whether it's people or an industry or whatever, it's that I'm having a completely different conversation. And that's okay. Help Me See is a podcast that redefines the word vision through vulnerable and real conversations my own private introspective ramblings about the things that I think about in the wee hours of the morning and my deep core belief that your nothingness is your everything and all you have to do is see. I'm Bianca Mora. I'm your host. I am an educator, a photographic artist, and I believe that your daily photo habit can be the key to unlocking the ability to be more present in your everyday life and live deeper into your intention and purpose. We're not about the small talk here. Grab your coffee, get cozy, and let's talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to an episode of Help Me See that is two weeks late. What the fuck? I've never gone this long. (laughs) And not going to lie, it made me feel really crappy to quote unquote, get behind on, on the posting of these episodes because I love the space so much, but I would be remiss if I didn't address how important it is to honor your gut and, um, and honor that above above a schedule or above, you know, just anything else. And you're the only one that can make that decision. So I was away, um, working in Atlanta for two weeks and I had intended to keep up with it, um, throughout that, but it just got so crazy. And I'm also, um, involved in a certification course on neuro-linguistic programming. And the few times that I did have, um, time after work, I was in my classes and it was so much more important to me to wait and not put out something that felt like rushed or unintentional. So I did. And I'm happy I did, but I also, I'm not going to lie and said it felt good because it didn't. (laughs) I felt really anxious and squirrely and uh, I didn't love it, but I'm still glad that I didn't because I have much to say from <laughs> from those two weeks that I have not been checking in. And today's episode is really about 
following the constellation of you. So uh, at the end of this episode here, I'm going to tag on a Facebook live recording I did in my group membership, Nostalgia Now. Uh, um, So it's a live I did in that private Facebook group that sometimes I'll go into randomly and just share what's on top of my heart. And the last share felt, um, felt really important. And it felt like something that I want to expand on here and now before I even insert that, that clip. Um, hmm, Where shall I start? So I'll start with the fact that in that membership in nostalgia now, It's one of my absolute favorite things to do at all. Like it's the one time of the month that I'm like giddy for um, because we meet once a month. And in creating that membership, it was really, really difficult for me to, for a long time, to feel at peace with the structure of it because it felt so... hmm, like bare bones to me. Like there's one meeting every month and I provide resources um, in the student portal, but it's super like low maintenance. Like it's super simple. And that can be confronting because I think as creators and as just as people in general, Um, It can be easy to want to hide behind a lot of things like, oh, here, there's this and there's this and there's this and there's this. But for me, the structure of this membership has been um, really important because I want it to be something that feels like real life, that feels actually doable, that does not overwhelm. I'm someone that gets very easily overwhelmed. And if you give me information, I'm going to keep taking it and taking it and taking it. And and then I get stuck in the integration phase and I get so overwhelmed because I love all the information and I love learning, but then my brain kind of shorts out. And I don't want this space to be that. I want this space to feel like a really like healthy, nourishing, uh, expansive and open space. Um, so I'm very selective over if I add more to the space. Um, I don't even give assignments in the space. Like that's why each month the lens is an intention because I want it to just be something that you feel that you can put in the back of your mind and go forth and take it where you want to, or leave it where you don't. And, um, so anyway, that was the background. So in and of itself, this membership has been an opportunity for me to follow my gut and to um, feel my way through going first. Uh, And that's this month's intention is I must go first. And it's, you know, I must do the thing that feels right to me and only me, even if I haven't seen it done elsewhere. Because oftentimes, even though there's a million different variations of so many different things, it's not, the origin is not you. So it is not completely you. So where are the big and small parts of our lives where we can really customize and personalize uh, us? And it doesn't have to just be a uh, like uh, an offering, a grand program that you created. It could be when you're at a restaurant 
and you just really want to make a substitution or you're at a cafe and you want to make your own coffee flavor because that's what you're feeling. You know, where are those little invitations throughout our day and in our lives where we can make our own way? What can happen when we stop making ourselves wrong for not fitting into certain boxes? Like when the answer to a question is neither or both, why is it that we can feel instantly like insecure? Like, oh, am I not being able to select? Am I not being decisive enough? Uh, I I don't feel strongly either way. What does that mean about me? What would happen if we could witness ourselves in those moments through a lens of neutrality, through a lens of, wow, it's really interesting that I don't resonate with any of the options, any of the roots, any of the choices presented to me. What does that mean? For me, I found that that means not that I'm right or wrong or that they're right or wrong or they, as in, you know, whether it's people or an industry or whatever, it's that I'm having a completely different conversation and that's okay. You know, it's apples and oranges. Um, so when I think about this, I, I think about, you know, my, the conversation I want to be having about photography is not image quality and it's not about getting more clients and it's not about, uh, I don't even love talking about, you know, technical skills, which I certainly will, of course. But to me, the most impactful teaching, the most impactful coaching, the most important thing I can talk about is what I feel to be the crux of what this medium has to offer. A level of conscious awareness, a level of self-discovery, a level of um, presence for its ability to draw you deeper into life. Everything else feels so much easier and um, like accessories almost to that conversation for me. And that doesn't make me more right or less right than anyone else. That's just the conversation that I want to be having. And the only way that I was able to decipher that and find that knowing in myself was trusting my constellation. So constellation, what is that constellation in terms of, you know, stars, whatever, I looked up the definition because I was curious. I'm like, what does it actually define us? A group or cluster of related things. Um, And their example was no two patients ever show exactly the same constellation of symptoms. I just love this word constellation because inherently it gives you the visual of like nonlinear. Like it doesn't have to be a perfect whatever. It can be when you think about a constellation of stars, oftentimes you're like, where the fuck am I looking? What is this? Like, that's a dipper. What is that supposed to be? It's like hard to decipher, but that's us. Like, I love dance so much. I love dance. What is it about dance? I love a certain type of painting. 
I love uh, conversations around social norms. And uh, I get really pissed off at authoritative figures and the politics of the corporate world and how bullshit it is. And, you know, like my own unique recipe of things that inspire me and piss me off and interest me and draw me in and make me cry. That is my own constellation of me. And instead of feeling like I need to be fixed or I'm not right for feeling a certain way, when I stop putting so much energy into trying to fit into something else or diagnose myself. And I start just witnessing through a lens of neutrality and honoring my constellation, honoring my instincts and my um, innate uh, interests. Then everything opens up like neuro-linguistic programming, the certification I'm in, like, I didn't even know this was a thing a year ago. I never even knew what it was. I still probably couldn't give you a sound definition. And I'm like a month into the course, <laughs> two months into the course. I don't even know. Um, but I followed a thread. I followed a thread of, I had a, I have, she, it's the same person, it, a beautiful, amazing coach, business coach, Haley Carr. And I had felt so deeply, I could cry talking about it, supported and seen. And I've I've never felt that way in a space before in my whole life, even with like family. I just felt so good in her space. I was like, what is that about? What is that? And it turns out she has a background in neuro-linguistic programming. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but I must learn more because I the feeling that I felt in that space, I want to create and integrate into the spaces that I offer you and whoever joins. Uh, so I'm following that thread and who knows if it, you know, how directly or indirectly it will uh, influence my worlds and my creations. But it was a really important decision for me to invest in something that didn't have a clear cut result or reason why I was doing it. Uh, and that felt really fucking good. Um, okay. I just took a breath and now I'm wondering where I am in this conversation. So honoring the constellation of yourself. Yes. What happens when? So I want you to take a moment before I, I enter this, um, my little chat that I did in my Instagram, in my Facebook live for my membership. Um, can you think about an area in your life where you feel drained, where you feel like you're trying to fit yourself into something and you don't like any of the options and it just feels constrictive? What is it? Like, it could be something in your, your work. Is it like, is there an industry quote unquote standard that you're trying to meet that just you don't even have energy behind it because you don't care to meet it. You don't, it feels irrelevant to you, but for some reason, other people think it's important because it's not just what a standard is. It's just like most people do it this way. I don't know. I hate that word. Um, or is it like, I think about for me, 
um, in the kitchen, sometimes like meal making meals and feeding my family can feel so like, Oh my God. But then when I open myself up to reinterpret like what a meal could be, and maybe it's just like a bunch of dips and a bunch of different things to dip in those dips that excites me. So why can't it be like that? You know, (laughs) it can. Um, So what areas of your life do you feel like you are, you have opportunities to witness yourself neutrally be like, Hmm, this doesn't work for me. How about I try it this way? Um, a quick aside before I just thought about this example and it's really, really important. Uh, so in the last two years, I discovered that I am a HSP, a highly sensitive person. And through that discovery, um, it's not just like, Oh, she's so sensitive and she'll cry and blah, blah, blah. It's like a real, real thing that goes real, real deep. And it also involves like a sensitive nervous system. And it just explains so much of my life to me. Um, it's kind of maddening how powerful being able to put your finger on something can be. Uh, because I like to think that I don't need that type of validation, but I'm human and I do. Uh, so part of that, here's an example, is that certain spaces, like whether it's the lighting or the noise level or the activity can trigger me to feel anxiety. So I know this now. I know this because I read about it. Okay. So I was at lunch with my friends and I started feeling anxiety. So what would happen before understanding more about my nervous system is that I would think to myself, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're with one of your best friends. Like you don't, you're obviously very comfortable with this person. This is a lovely afternoon. The weather's great. The food's delicious. Why are you feeling like this? And then I'm in that like attacking of myself. I start to panic and I can't breathe right. And it just starts to build. And I would like have an anxiety attack. But now this most recent time where I started to feel that, I was like, oh, this is, this noise is uncomfortable for me. This is my nervous system. This makes sense that I'm feeling like this. It quote unquote makes sense now that I know this like obscure fact about my nervous system that someone else told me. <laughs> How ridiculous. Anyway, um, so then now I can be like, oh, okay. I have these earplugs that I bought um, that help dull noise. That could help. Or, hey, maybe we don't hang out for dessert here. Maybe we take it to go and then we can like walk outside. And I'm able to keep myself calm and not escalate in that way because I'm just like very uncharged about it. Like, oh, this doesn't feel good. How can I change my environment to better suit me? It's maddening and empowering at the same time. (laughs) Anyway, um, I hope that that helps. I hope that that kind of sparks something for you that feels freeing and opening. Um, I am now going to insert that little live I did that kind of drills into this a little deeper in another area. Um, and, and that's it before I head out and, and drop that part of the podcast here. I want to mention that in true me form, I am, we're in the end of February and I am about to schedule my (laughs) visioning workshop (laughs) that was meant to be a new year's visioning workshop but I actually feel like it works out better because how many of us 
have set an intention and already feel like we're flopping and overwhelmed and tired and haggard, right? So who says we can't have a new fresh start on the year um, in end of February slash early March? Like, let's, let's do that. Like, why are we adhering to this trivial standard of a fresh new year? Time is all an illusion anyway. So uh, if you're interested, <laughs> if you're interested in joining me for just coming together and stepping back from our lives and being able to look at it with a intentional lens, uh, click the link in my show notes and I will send you the link to our Zoom where, where we will get together and just chat and talk about the things and come up with an energizing vision for our new year. Okay, that's it for now. Enjoy the rest of the show and I will see you next week. Hello, hello, good morning. I hope this broadcast goes well because I'm outside of the studio that I'm art directing at and sometimes it it cancels out during the live, but hopefully we're good. I wanted to come on and say hello and just share what's been on my heart. I know this month's intention can be a little bit spicy and um, confronting. I must go first. Uh, and really what this has brought out of me is this reminder of getting out of your head and into your power. I don't know about you, but I am someone who loves to spend time in my head. Um, my happy place is, you know, somewhere either by water or in my dark basement and just thinking and reading and learning. And that's wonderful. But the movement and the, the experiences and the confidence and the change, the change for what we want happens when we are in the world acting in, in alignment with ourselves. And we can't think our way through that. We can't know something to be true unless we've experienced it fully. Something, an example that comes to mind recently is um, I had a meeting at my son's school about my son and I have never read a parenting book. I don't really do much research on, you know, milestones or you know, this or that as they grow. I just have had such an aversion to that. I don't want to. I mean, there have been a few things here and there that I've looked up, but at the same time, I'm, I don't know. And I feel good about it in myself, but there's this invisible layer of like, hmm, when I hear other people talking about what they should and should not be doing by this age, or uh, I've read and insert, you know, just a random thought, uh, I start feeling like, hmm, does it feel irresponsible for me to have not done that, to have not done my research on X, Y, Z? So anyway, P.S. So, so the scenario here I'm pulling back is you're going through something with your intuition and your gut, but then um, along the way you start feeling like whispers of things that make you feel insecure, like 
am I wrong for doing that? So I'm in this meeting with, um, with my son's teacher and some, uh, some other extra support. And we're talking about him and I find myself giving examples and kind of coming up against and with, it wasn't all, you know, adversary, but, uh, just my, I was very clear on what I agreed with, what they were talking about and what I didn't. And what was coming out of my mouth was so much more, uh, I just knew so much more than I thought I knew. And I was doing so many things purposefully and intentionally, um, then I realized I even was. And I think that's a product of my intuition. And I actually left, I thought I was going to leave that meeting crying. I really did. But I left that meeting feeling so much better about myself as a parent. Um, And so just affirmed by what I was doing and what I've been doing all along. And I feel like that type of confidence, that type of, and now it's not that I'm going to be immune to feeling like, like a little shrinky sometimes when I'm in these conversations and, you know, there's someone that practices something different than me with their parenthood. But I have that layer of like lived experience of like, no, like I know how good I felt about my choices and about my family and about what I chose to do (coughs) in a situation where it really counted. And, um, and I'm going to keep that with me. And that's like a metaphor for anything else, like with our, uh, our work, our photography, our, you know, anything, how we are in the world. It's only with like moving through, can't go over it, under it, you gotta go through it, um, lived experiences, uh, that you can kind of calibrate and acquire what you need to acquire. And also learn if you're like, Hey, I actually, I've been going about it this way. And now I feel like I need to try something else. Like if I would have left that meeting like crying or whatever and been really upset, maybe, maybe that would have meant I do actually want to pursue looking into books or like, I don't know, who knows? The whole point is that through experience and through like exercising your truth and your power is the only way that you can gain momentum and gain that confidence and gain that inner like peace, uh, that so many of us kind of aspire to. Uh, there's another example of how I've been wanting to try out a session, uh, a type of session, something I wanted to do my photo sessions. And I romanticized it for months. <clears throat> like I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And I finally did it. And I was like, well, that felt weird. I don't like it. I spent months romanticizing this. Um, and until I actually did it, I didn't realize that meh, I don't think I like this. So this, this theme this month of I must go first, um, it really is because there is no other way if we want to get what we truly want to be in this life. I, you, you just have to do the thing. And then you have to sit with that feeling of good, bad, indifferent, whatever it is, and then decide on where you want to move from there. Um, So I must go first, get out of your head and into your body, into your power, into your life. Um, So that is what has been on top for me. Um, Yeah, that's it. Uh, I am going to wrap up and head into, into work now. But if you have anything to say, any comments, any questions, any anything, 
throw them in the in the comment box and I so look forward to talking to you. Hi Erica. My sister's on the call. I love you. Um my only sister that isn't blocked from my social media. <laughs> That's another thing. Sometimes if you want to be who you want to be in this life, there are certain people that you you love so much but you got to block them because you're just, you just got to so that you can move freely. Anyway, no diss to my, my other siblings. I just, it is what it is. I can't be going on live talking about my feelings and having my older sister talking about burritos and farting. I just can't, I just can't, I can't focus like that. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I hope you all have a beautiful day. Love you guys. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. (laughs) And two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.